I just want to talk to you today about hope. How important hope is. The essentialness of hope. And how God wants us to be filled or overflowing with hope. And this morning I'm not going to distinguish particularly between natural hope and hope of God. Because you see, there is the begottenness of a living hope. But it funnels into that natural side of things, the natural side of man, of hope itself. Hope is really a powerful thing. That, that anticipation or the expectation of something good. Hope is, is key to life. Hope can put a smile on your face. Hopelessness can take the smile away. When God created mankind, He created it he created him, and, and not just man, but creation itself with hope. Always about the future. Because that's what hope is. Hope is that which is not yet. Of course, it's based upon something, but... Hope that is seen is not hope. It's hope fulfilled. And God made that creation, and at the creation, He make a, spoke a word and said, Let everything bring forth after its kind. It's given it a future. He's releasing its tomorrows, a seed of hope. I think it was shortly after the, the pandemic, you know what I mean, began to uh, hit and, you know, the, the trauma that flowed out from them, the effects it was beginning to have, a, have and, and so I was, you know, not focusing on that, but, you know, I was seeing the horizon and the, 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 the present situations and uh, I began to take a look at the level of my hope. Was my hope gone? No. Did I have hope? Yes. Could I say that I was abounding in hope? Uh, questionable. 
And I understand that we have hope and we have an eternal hope and, and, and a, a, a hope that, that is guaranteed in, you know, can I say the afterlife. Well, the design of hope is not just purely, you know what I mean? Another world. The design of hope is for the present world. Not minimizing the ultimate. But hope for the journey. We've been born and made in the image of God. And God endows every living being and every living thing with hope. He does. That seed of hope. When sin came in with all its effects, it was also after hope. It was after hope. To take away your optimism, your expectations. To take away that which makes you alive. Paul says that he's a God of hope and wants us filled with hope. There is not much that's more important in our lives than hope. That hope keeps our human spirit alive. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that helps us, you know, to, to maintain a good mindset. It, it, it helps us, it helps us to, to, to manage situations. So important. You see people where hope is in short supply. expectations of something good coming, you know what I mean, is, is, is somehow, you know what I mean, it's 
beyond their reach and they can't. They don't feel like they can reach it. We'll just live, but not necessarily expectantly. Not necessarily excitedly. That inner motivation. that rises above what you see and hear in the natural. Yes, our soul, our body, our spirit, all of them need hope to function properly. They need hope. It is hope that takes away the mediocrity or that that level of just mediocrity in your life and begins to, you know, inspire it. Makes you look forward to the tomorrows of of life or, 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 or see, uh, you know what I mean, the beauty of the day. Hope is so important because it offers us a view over the horizons that have been obscured. Hope, you know, provides for us that those valleys that we walk through can be filled up with victories. The, 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 the lack of hope will keep you in the tent. But the abounding hope will make you stand up and face. All of Israel was just keeping in their tent. The giant's too big. Life is too messy. The sacrifice is too much. They had lost their hope. Because they lost their view of God. Their vision of God. David drew upon his past experiences to inspire his hope. The God who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the or, uh, paw of the bear and the jaw of the lion, he will deliver me. He became inspired. The scripture says he ran to meet the giant. 
How's your hope level? How's your expectation, your anticipation? That's what I ask myself. He's begotten us to a, a living hope. A hope that has a visual, you know, of a positive future. Based upon the promises from the God of hope. Yes, there are times when it seems that all natural hope is you know, has evaporated. It happened in the life of Abraham. All natural hope, all of the earthly, the contributors, all the ordinary ways had dried up. That could be very, make you feel very hopeless. In other words, no other options. There wasn't any. The only other option was put your Look to the God of hope. It says in Romans 4.18 that, that who contrary to hope in hope believed. Uh, one of those fools for Christ. Someone that lost hope would have been Job's wife. <clears throat> Why don't you kiss, uh, curse God and just die? But said Abraham pushed against it. He said, I'm not going to cave. to the circumstances and the situation. I'm going to press in to hope. I'm going to believe in something bigger. Someone bigger. I'm going to fight for hope. See, I believe that when, 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 God says, when, when God says, fight the good fight of faith, he's telling us, you're fighting for hope. For faith is the substance of things hoped for. I'm fighting for a visual. 
a promise. I'm fighting to believe. He said, I'm going to believe in hope even if there's no reason to believe in hope. And as a result of that, the Bible says, hope came through. He became the father of many nations. I'm reminded of the story of the Apostle Paul as he is endeavoring to fulfill the commission of, of the Lord to go to Rome. And you know the story, uh, the heirs that were made, but how that God was still there. And, and uh, uh, they end up in this, this tremendous storm that is, has that is taken away all of their security. Everything that would get them anywhere is, is being left on the sea. And a statement is made after they've did everything in their power to be able to, you know, make it work, make it happen. They make the statement that says, when all hope was gone, all natural avenues, all right, had evaporated. They had not only had it evaporated, they'd used every option available to them. And they were no better off. Thank God there was a man of God on that ship. He said, I heard from the Lord last night. Everything that looks like it's going to happen isn't going to happen. Yeah. Anybody ever had any of those kind of moments in your life? Situations? Not too many Americans because seldom do, do our options run out. And as a result, we really don't have to hope in God. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but we, we, we must never lose hope. You see, hope is better than help. Or should I rephrase that? Hope is better than just help. Help relieves me, but hope revives me. There's a begotten life. There is a, a God life. 
from time to time needs reviving. It's the life of hope. It's the, it is hope that lets you see the stars in the darkness. Paul says, now may the God of hope fill you. And as I began to take account of my own hope, my own inspiration. I began to ask the Lord, would you fill me up with a little more hope? Or just revive, you know what I mean? An excitement, an expectation, an anticipation, you know. I, I need to be re-energized, God. Really, that's what hope is. It's re-energizing. It's plugging in and charging up the battery. Plugging into the God of hope. Plugging into the promises of God. And it's really special when God starts to put something in. When God starts to, you know, fill you with, with hope. Now, understand, I knew all the ritual. I knew how to do it. And I did it. I knew how to read the word. You know, I knew how to pray. And, and you know, it, it, that was keeping me going, but, you know, it seemed like it was really short-lived <laughs> about the next time, you know, another arrow flew. <laughs> that I discovered, but I recognize that, that, that God actually does things supernaturally. He can actually pour in hope. Nothing changed, but But all of a sudden, rather than it being a tube in the sea of life that's half empty, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, the, the inner tube was clear full and it just lifted me, me up. And a sense of security. Nothing had changed. But an inside 
awareness. God is with me. That hope that while it was coming from a supernatural source was affecting the natural hope that is part of my life. This hope, it helps us cope with the imperfect side of life. Life is imperfect. And hope helps us to be able to handle it. When hope begins to diminish... So will God's past, you know, work in your life also begin to fade from your memory. You'll forget it. Not only does what he's done in the past fade away, but it also seems to obscure, you know what I mean, uh, the promises for the future. Or they become too distant to reach for. I believe that we need to fight for hope. Fight. Hope is is part of the weapon or the armor of God against the enemy. Putting on the helmet of salvation or the hope. Part of an army, or the armor of God. Fight the good fight of faith that you may be able to stand against. You know, fight for hope. I'll ask my musicians to come this morning. Charles Spurgeon said this, Faith goes up the stairs that love has built and looks out the window which hope has opened. Faith goes up the stairs that love has built and looks out the window which hope has opened.
I'm not sure that we have, at least in my time, and I'm only just a few people in the generation of people, a few years in the generation of people, but that we've lived in such a hopeless time. Everybody handles hopeless differently. But hopelessness is, you're not expecting any kind of change. Don't anticipate all that much in the future. But you can't get to your future without hope. There are varying degrees of hope, loss of hope. I've done funerals for those that who had lost all hope. Lost all hope. So they. They took their life naturally. I wonder if there's a correlation, or we can make a correlation this morning that that it's possible to to get so low on hope that it takes our spiritual life. That it takes our spiritual life. Yeah. We are chosen because we've been begotten to a living hope, a hope that the world needs. A hope that your neighbor needs. A hope that lives irrespective of the political party. Hope. Hope in God. Hope clears up your vision. with hope hope again in God's power hope again in God's love hope again in God's care 
hope of getting God's ways. Hope again that God is with us. Hope again that God's got this. of us I'm sure would say that our life is very good and I, had to, I have to say that even in, as I began to evaluate my life was good it was so good so full so much so that there shouldn't have been a negative thing a negative thought you know what I mean that just invade me it shouldn't, it shouldn't happen because it was unjustified Not the natural life, but the spiritual life. Hear me? Now may the God of hope. stand with me this morning if you would agree with me and if this makes any sense to you or if there's just some room <laughs> in your vessel for increased hope your confidence don't cast away your confidence hallelujah I was already set to preach a message for this Sunday called The Mystifying Ways of God. But in the Saturday prayer meeting, he changed it all. He simply said, I want you to tell my people that they have hope. They need to fight for hope. The cry that came from Job's lips, even though his wife wanted him to go ahead and just cave in. He said, though he slay me, yet I'm going to trust him. He lost everything but his hope. 
and the hope is what gave him a rebound hope doubled everything that Job had before all be filled fill you with joy and peace and believing well that's quite an atmosphere that you may be filled with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit Jesus hope hope is for that which is not but can be God fill us. I want God to fill Bible Center Church. I want God to fill Bible Center Church. Bible Center Church people. Hope has to be in there because it's part of our testimony that we're going to that we're going to share with people. It says when they ask you that you may give them, you know what I mean, a reason for the hope that is within you. Why do I know everything's going to be all right? Because I've got that God of hope. Hallelujah. going to be all right because the God of hope is going to fill you with hope in believing that you may abound Get ready. Because there's a song that hope sings. And it's going to become, it's going to start, you know what I mean? And and you'll be singing. It may be an old song, it may be a brand new song, you know what I mean? It may it may not even be a song but it is some kind of communication what might call out of nowhere and all of a sudden you 
you feel the water rising. The water's rising. Remember when Ezekiel saw the river coming out from the temple. And he began to take a look and began to wade in it. And at first it was only to his ankles. And as he walked, it was to his knees. And, and it was to his midsection and then waters to swim in. What does that mean, Pastor? I believe the water, the river's getting deeper. But I do believe we're only about ankle deep right now. It flows from the throne, underneath the throne. There is a baptism of hope that's coming to God's people. A baptism of hope. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Would you, if in this moment as we are closing out, would you just ask God to fill you with that hope? This morning, hope has a name. His name is Jesus. Can I tell you something prophetically this morning? That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Flesh has offspring. Right? There is even hope that's born of the natural. But it's only natural. But that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. And that's where the church is at. I'm not just Bible Center Church. The church is at. It's like God is just sliding out gently. That which has been born of the power of humanity, which, by the way, is powerful, capable, but it can only keep producing the natural from generation to generation. But when that which is spirit begins to be born 
It doesn't produce natural. It produces spiritual. And there is a hope that is natural, but there is a hope that is spiritual, which Peter talked about, that God has begotten us to a living or a lively hope, which is nothing but God. Hope. begotten us again a new birth of hope Lord amen resurrection of hope hallelujah you may think that time is running out but thus saith the Lord it's just beginning to be God's time It's just beginning to be God's time. Amen. It says when the fullness of time was come, God did it. Amen. Hallelujah. God chooses the time. We don't choose the time. But I do believe that we can prepare for the time so that we recognize, you know what I mean, and participate in the time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be encouraged this morning. Hallelujah. The God of hope. Father, this morning as we leave this place and as we go to our families, our homes, God, in, in this school starts, routine takes over in some lives. God, as kids venture into, God, various environments, sometimes out of the safety of mom and dad, and God, all of those things that, 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 that would, would challenge them. God, we commit them to you this morning. We pray that hedge of protection, God, over their minds, their learning, God, their hearts. I pray that there will be one voice that they will hear throughout their life. And they will always turn an ear to it. And that is the voice of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for doing that for our kids, Lord. Thank you for doing that. Hallelujah. We bless them. We bless the parents. We bless this week. And we bless everybody, God, with hope. In Jesus' name. Amen. God's got to be absorbed. Just go absorb him. God bless you today.